Welcome to Back from the Abyss. I'm Dr. Craig Heacock. Today's mini-episode is What's the Deal with Depression? Just this morning, I was listening to a podcast in which the host was doing an hour-long confessional about his lifelong and at times very severe depression. He had apparently tried a number of treatments and had found intermittent relief with cannabis, but with little else. I was heartened to hear him open up about his struggles, but I was also saddened and found myself pondering all sorts of questions like, what type of depression does he have? Had he ever had a good psychiatric and or psychological evaluation? What might have been the role of trauma, genetics, sleep patterns, substance use, and of so many other factors in his unrelenting depression? My guess is that the cause or etiology of his depression was still unclear. And if we don't know what's causing and or exacerbating depression, it will be much harder to effectively treat. Depression is not a true diagnosis. It's a syndrome, a constellation of symptoms, including fatigue, lack of will or drive, sleep disturbance, emptiness or numbness, cognitive impairment, and inability to find enjoyment or engagement in life. Depression is the final common pathway of hundreds of biological, psychological, and interpersonal and social problems. Common causes of depression include bipolar disorder, low thyroid, low testosterone, elevated cortisol, chronic inflammation, cancer, isolation, personality disorders, trauma, head injuries, substance abuse, chaotic sleep patterns, panic attacks, obsessive compulsive disorder, surgery, obesity, learning disorders, estrangement, a neurotic temperament, sleep apnea, autistic spectrum disorders, progesterone changes, body dysmorphia, grief, and so many other things. And all of these can lead to this syndrome of fatigue, lack of will or drive, emptiness, numbness, cognitive impairment, and inability to find enjoyment or engagement that we know as depression. The specific causes of any given person's depression are the guideposts for treatment planning. For example, someone with a bipolar depression will likely do well with lamictal lamotrigine, while someone with most every other cause of depression will not. Someone with depression primarily due to trauma will most likely not respond to antidepressants, but might do well with a trauma-focused therapy. Depression caused or worsened by substance abuse will not relent until the substances go away. Depression caused by grief or isolation responds best to improved interpersonal connections. Antidepressants are used for most all the types and causes of depression, but, not surprisingly, they work best when matched properly with the cause or subtype of depression. SSRIs such as Prozac, Zoloft, Lexapro, these are often mistakenly prescribed for depression, even though they are not actually antidepressants, except perhaps with postpartum depression. SSRIs work primarily to dial down ruminative anxiety and increase emotional resilience. For people whose depression is caused by their increasingly out-of-control anxiety and negative rumination, SSRIs can help depression, but primarily through their anti-anxiety and anti-neuroticism properties. If you've been on two or three SSRIs for depression, you've essentially had exactly zero trials 
of bona fide antidepressants. You've had two or three trials of an anti-rumination, neuroticism-reducing medication. It's so tempting to believe things like depression is all about lack of connection or depression is all about trauma or depression is all about inflammation. In fact, it's not all about anything. It's the final common pathway of many biological, psychological, interpersonal, and social problems. Even aerobic exercise in the sunlight, which in my mind is perhaps the safest and most effective treatment we have for mild to moderate depression and anxiety, doesn't help everyone. Certain types of depression respond well to exercise. Others don't. In psychiatry, we are coming to realize that our depression diagnoses are probably bankrupt. Bipolar depression, which is characterized by periods of oversleeping, seasonal worsening, and early age of onset, this appears to be a parsimonious biological reality and has a clear genetic basis in heritability. However, it's becoming more and more clear that our other primary diagnostic category for depression, MDD, or major depressive disorder, is a wastebasket diagnosis that encompasses a whole host of various etiologies and factors that are poorly understood. In many respects, the fairly meaningless diagnosis of major depressive disorder is kind of like saying major leg pain disorder. In medical school, we were continuously drilled with the maxim, diagnosis guides treatment. Yet the diagnosis of major depressive disorder and major leg pain disorder suggests clinical presentation only. Coming up with an effective treatment for major depressive disorder is just as hit or miss as coming up with an effective treatment for major leg pain disorder. It truly matters what is causing the leg pain, just as it matters what is causing the depression. I'm guessing that the podcast host I heard this morning was told at some point by one or more well-meaning mental health professionals that he had quote-unquote depression, which again is like telling the person with throbbing leg pain of unknown origin that they have a leg pain disorder. I so hope that he can find someone to help him uncover why he is depressed. This kind of insight can then potentially lead to meaningful treatment and recovery. If you like this episode, please share it with anyone else who might find hope or meaning in this story. Check out our website, bftapodcast.com, where you can learn more about us and this project, get more information on the treatments mentioned in the stories, as well as additional resources and music credits. You can also email us with comments or story requests. If you have time, please rate us on iTunes, as this helps us spread these stories far and wide. Much gratitude to my good friend Chris Johnson, who does our sound, and thank you for listening to Back from the Abyss. May each of you find the strength and support to find your way through the darkness.